Welcome to the Mastery Matrix podcast. I am your host, Kyrie, and on this side of the podcast world, we geek out on human potential and transformation. You know how to disrupt ourselves, elevate to mastery, and build our mind, body, spirit, and systems for greatness. I hope you're ready, guys, because I am. Let's go. All right, we are talking right now about breaking the cycle of procrastination how much it costs us to procrastinate and how we can overcome it. So some of you might have heard me if you've listened to the podcast or followed me on social media uh, that I started doing 75 hard at the beginning of the year. So 75 hard is this challenge that uh, basically entails for 75 days consecutively to follow a very rigid discipline, right? And the idea is to get into that mode where we're doing hard things, we're increasing mental toughness. And at the end of the day, the reason why I wanted to do this for myself and give myself this gift this year was to get to the goals that I want to get to. Uh, A lot of the things that I have achieved, I typically work in these projects, right? I'm really good at being extremely disciplined when I have a deadline, when I know that something's going to come to an end, it has a beginning, it has an end. But ask me to do anything outside of a project on a consistent basis with you know, discipline without necessarily any deadline. And that is typically really hard for me. And one of the key things that I really wanted to learn how to do better was to be better at pacing things instead of procrastinating until the very end. And I see a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of people, whether you're um, in in the corporate world or doing some other things, or um, you have any type of other expertise where you need to do your best and bring your best to the table, we tend to procrastinate things until the very last minute, right? Now, some of us, like myself, are really good at, you know, at the very end, if we have to, bringing everything that we have because not, stopping is not an option. But for a lot of people, that is actually really difficult. So what we're talking about today is how do you break that cycle of perfect, uh, of procrastination so that you can get to a place where you're doing things more easily, it is more enjoyable, and you develop this really strong discipline that makes it easier for you to do all the things that you need to do and to uh, really reach your potential, all right? At the end of the day, that is the game, the name of the game this year for me. So let's talk real quick about the cost of procrastinating. When we procrastinate, it has an impact both on our personal life, our professional life, our finances, uh, even our mental state. And it is very, very important to, to realize that. And unfortunately, a lot of times we don't realize what it's costing us because the effects are too discreet, right? And that is the reason why I love uh, 75 Hard. So if you're watching the video right now, right now of the podcast that I'm recording, I have this huge water bottle next to me that I fill out every single day as part of 75 Heart, right? You need to drink a gallon of water every single day. One thing that I learned very quickly is that by procrastinating on drinking my water throughout the day and by procrastinating on that pacing, what happens is at the end of the day, well, guess what? I need to finish this gallon of water. Otherwise, you know, the challenge goes out the window and I have to start over. And so you get to learn very quickly what the cost of procrastinating is. 
because at the end of very every single day, you actually have to live with that cost, right? And a lot of times we don't see the cost of everything that we're doing uh, or not doing right away. And it makes it easier for us to just let things slide by. And so that is what's really, really important to realize is that procrastination has a cost. So the cost on personal and professional life. Number one, you don't get to fulfill your potential. I don't know about you, but when I think about the fact that we only have one life and in this life, it is important to do as much as you can to enjoy them, to enjoy it at the best of your uh, abilities, right? Unfortunately, when we're procrastinating on things and procrastinating on our dreams, on our goals, on what actually we know would create even more happiness and fulfillment for ourselves, well, we don't get to enjoy it or we don't get to enjoy it as long. So that is one aspect. Another way that it impacts your personal life and your professional life is decreased productivity. Because when you know that you have X, Y, and Z to do, but you're procrastinating on them, well, guess what? You're filling that time that you could be doing important work or spending quality time with the people that you love, for example, if that is something that you're really focusing on, and instead doing things that don't necessarily matter. So it's important when you set goals for yourself to be really clear about what it is that you want to do, why you want to do them, and get into a zone or get into a mode where you're really focusing on doing the important things so that that your time is actually filled with that versus procrastinating it and spending your time doing less important and less fulfilling things. We also miss out on really great opportunities by procrastinating because what do we say? People who are lucky, is it's basically because their preparation meets opportunity. Well, if we are not prepared because we've been procrastinating, guess what? When the opportunity shows up, we are not in a position to take advantage of it. The people who will take advantage of opportunities are the people who have been pre- preparing and who basically have not procrastinated. They have done the work, right? They're the ones who are ready to take on the opportunity when it shows up. And that's why they always seem lucky. It is not luck. It's just that preparation met opportunity and they were able to capitalize on it. So it has a huge cost to be procrastinating. And just as I just talked about decreased productivity, decrease in the quality of our work as well is important to note. So the reason, one of the key reasons where while I'm, I'm working so hard this year, personally, for example, on more discipline when it comes to pacing is that I know that even though I know that I produce great work, if I were to pace myself, if I were to not leave certain things until the very last moment, Giselle, I've always been lucky to do that very successfully. But if I were to be more prepared, oh my God, what else could I achieve, right? And so it is the idea of reducing procrastination so that you can actually increase the quality of your work and the quality of your outcome while feeling like you're actually doing less over time because you're pacing, okay? Remember that success likes speed. Success likes when people are seeing an opportunity, jumping on it, knowing that they need to do something, taking action right away, right? That is something that I know and I honor my mother because she is somebody, she is probably one of the best examples that I've seen since childhood of somebody who, despite having no formal education, despite not having been, you know, served with the, uh, with the best of attributes that would make it easy for her to be successful. She always figured it out. And the reason why she's been successful, I can tell you 100% is because she takes action extremely quickly. 
All right. She does not procrastinate. It is not even part of her modus operandi. She just goes and does the things and it turns, it brought amazing opportunities to her door. Okay. So success like speed, it is very important that we realize that when we procrastinate, it has an impact on our personal life and our professional life. It also has an impact on uh, our finance, on our finances. There is a financial cost of procrastinating because as I said, we miss opportunities. A lot of those opportunities could be ways for you to generate more revenue or for you to save on expenses or, you know, otherwise loss in productivity in that sense as well. Usually when there is a window of opportunity, it is open for a short period of time and the most prepared people will jump on it. Right? So when we procrastinate for, you know, whatever reason, and I'm going to talk in a second about the different reasons people might procrastinate. We are taking much longer to make sometimes decisions or to take some specific actions that only, as I said, the most prepared are going to be able to capitalize on. And those are the people who will usually reap benefits. Right now, we've been talking about the fact that um, the financial world, the economy, so many things are changing and we're facing one of the worst economic depression that we've ever seen. A lot of people have heard about this, yet we're procrastinating taking action on those things and leaving it until the last, the very last minute to actually decide. Or a lot of people will never really decide anything and be on the side that gets, you know, that, that becomes the victim of this. Well, here is again another area where we can, instead of procrastinating, be proactive and get the support, get the knowledge, get the skills necessary to be on the side of the people who are going to reap the benefits of this economic situation. We all know that it's happening. We all know that it's currently started. But again, procrastination is a thing. Some people will just never take action. And I want you, as you're listening to this episode, to be of the people who are proactive, to be of the people who are going to stretch themselves out a little bit and get the knowledge, get the opportunities, get the preparation that they need to be on the winning side, okay? It, there is a financial cost to procrastination. And finally, there is also a psychological toll that it takes on us when we procrastinate. When you think about this, when you know that you have ABC to do, but you're not doing it for whatever, whatever reason, right? I'll go over the reasons in a second. But when you know that you have ABC to do and you haven't done it yet, or you did half of A and a little bit kind of C and you've thought about B a little bit, but you've never really done or completed any of those things. Well, guess what? It keeps staying in the back of your mind. And you, when you remember it, you kind of feel yucky. And, you know, there's just that stress that is created that is not necessary. There is self-doubt, too, that starts being created. Remember this. Procrastination is a muscle. Just like everything else that we do is a muscle. Now, you can, when you become really good at procrastinating, guess what? You also become really good at adding this little stress to yourself. You become really good at creating self-doubt right? When we're procrastinating, it means we're not being decisive, which means that there is self-doubt happening. Decreased confidence, self-esteem stuff related to that. So there is a mental toll to procrastinating and we have to realize that, right? That is, again, one of the key reasons why I jumped on the 75 hard wagon. I was like, 
I know that when I have a project, I, I am going to be the most disciplined pe- person you know. When I was doing my, uh, martial, my latest martial arts exam uh, back in December, it took me the whole year while I was training two, twice to three times per day to prepare for this while I was getting my family ready for a move, while I was working, you know, 40 to 60 hours a week, crazy, crazy hours because I was working on really, really interesting and fun projects. But, you know, that took a lot of work. And so to be able to do all of those things, oh, and homeschool my kids, I had to put myself in a very disciplined routine. Now, as I said, I'm really good when it is in that type of context with an end in mind, but remove any deadline from it. And I'm like, I, I can probably do it, you know, two days from now or a week from now. And I stay in that procrastinating mode. So that has been the key factor. I know and you should know that once we overcome this and we set up a, uh, a, a context where we are not procrastinating, everything you do is so much more effective. Everything you do gets so much easier. All right. So I want you to get on board with me as we work on this element this year, because it could make a huge difference for you in, t- in the type of results that you get by the end of the year. All right. So now let's talk about the common reasons why uh, people would procrastinate. Reason number one is that it's whatever you're trying to do, the thing that you decided that you want to do but are not quite doing yet, um, number one could be just that it's outside of your comfort zone. And because it's outside of your comfort zone, you you just don't feel comfortable taking the step, taking the action. And here's the thing to remember here. Anything that you do that is worth doing because it's taking you to a, a different place that you haven't reached yet will be outside of your comfort zone. So every time you have, have a goal that is stretching you a little bit, it means that for you, this is your next level of success and it's going to be outside of your comfort zone. So it's so important to realize that and realize that getting just out of it a little bit and realizing that the procrastination that is due to just that discomfort is something that we can overcome pretty easily. I'm going to talk about some strategies um, in in a moment, but as you're listening to these reasons, I want you to figure out what is the one that's keeping you in that procrastination mode. All right. Is it outside of your comfort zone? Is that why that is? Number two, is it because you're afraid of failure, right? This could be related to the first one, but perfectionism and fear of failure are one of the key reasons too, that I see people just not doing the thing and procrastinating on what they sh- know they should do. I get to coach, you know, hundreds, thousands of entrepreneurs every single year on how to get to their next level. And th- some people will get into action and do the things right away. And some others will constantly be creating new reasons why they're not getting to where they are. And for a lot of them, that perfectionism, that fear of failure is a thing. So, I don't know if this will help you, but when things like that happen, you need to refrain, especially failure is the thing that you're afraid of. Could be, you know, from getting criticism when you were a child. It could be from uh, all sorts of different reasons. But for me, it's a mental repositioning thing. Here's something that I have worked on over time, right? I was very, very reserved when I was younger and I was, I didn't want to see, for people to see me fail or people to have anything to criticize about. I don't know if it's because I'm getting older, but now I just couldn't care less, right? And at the end of the day, there's no such thing as failure. 
in my books, as long as I'm alive, I can always pivot and realign. It's like when you're driving a car, I often give um, this example. When you're driving a car, it's never, the wheel is never in the same direction during the whole time you're driving. Every split of a second, every couple of seconds, you're going to reposition the wheel a little bit to make sure that you're still on track. The same happens when we're working on anything. We're always going to have to readjust and pivot a little bit and realign things. So if we counted every single one of those redirect as failure, huh, of course, right? But if you realize that as long as you are alive and kicking, there is no such thing as failure. You're just constantly correcting and repositioning and realigning things, then there is no reason to fear the failure itself. We're a lot of like, we are smart enough to figure it out. It's just a matter of taking the necessary action. Another reason why some people would uh, procrastinate is that they feel overwhelmed. Like they don't know genuinely what direction to take. All right. This happens a lot. Now, this is where maybe your number one action is to go and get the help that you need so that you can figure out what the next step is. All right. We'll talk again about strategies, but that overwhelm and lack of direction is, again, another reason why people would procrastinate. And then the last big reason that I see is that people are just extremely distracted and they're not able to manage their time. Like in general, they have pretty poor management, time management habits. And so it makes it hard to actually get stuff done. So if this is you, again, this is something to recognize, right? As I gave these examples, I just want you to be very, very honest with yourself and identify which is the one that seems like, you know, I think this, I think this is me. All right. Because that is the first step to overcoming the procrastination. Now, how, knowing that, how do you overcome that? So the key thing, whether to uh, beat the um, overwhelm or the distraction or um, the fact that we're stretching ourselves out of our comfort zone, I would say that the very first thing that you can do is to have a very clear idea of where you're going with this. Like, what is it that you want to achieve? And let's break it down into smaller steps. Let's break it down into smaller pieces, smaller packets, because then all of a sudden you have something that's more manageable that you can actually go and execute on. I think a lot of people have goals that are still at the concept level. And so it's not really a goal. It's an idea, if that makes sense. And so you need more specificity in terms of what you're trying to accomplish. And from there, you need to be able to take that and break it into smaller packets. All right. Smaller things that you're going to do that you can actually track. And then it becomes easier to take that and put it in your calendar. The way that I um, like to teach this is that if you're not able to put it in your calendar as an activity, then it is still a concept. Like you haven't figured out what you're supposed to do yet. And that is a lot of times where the overwhelm comes from, okay? So what is the action that you need to be implementing? What are those small packets? And then have that in your calendar. I always like to think about any new habit that we're implementing in terms of doing like one at a time, not trying to implement 15 things at the same time. So what are the, you know, what is the one or two things that you're going to add to your calendar that will get the needle moving, right? And that is clear for you to be able to track whether you're doing it or not. That is the first thing. Implement it in your schedule and have ways to remind you of getting the stuff done. 
better believe that this water that I need to drink every single day when I did the first few days and I was like, oh my God, this is hard. Like, I don't want to wake up in the middle of the night <laughs> having to drink all of this water, right? It just doesn't make sense. And But because I was able to see the cost of procrastination right away, it became very easy to be like, okay, I need to drink all of this water. Let me break it into smaller chunks. Let me get a bottle that actually has the times on it. That way I'm going to check against the time on the bottle versus um, the time of my day and make sure that I'm pacing, right? Then I implemented some reminders. So this is, again, something that I suggest for you. Implementing some tools or do, having some techniques for you to stay focused and for you to remember. So for me, it's reminders on my phone. It's taking this bottle with me every single place, every single room that I go to except for the, for the bathroom. This bottle is following me. My kids also have a task to ask me where I'm at when it comes to drinking my water, right? Because, I mean, you cannot get more on point when it comes to just nagging than my children. So that's what they do. So what can you implement to remind you of the small actions that you need to take in order to get the things done? What support can you get from friends, from family, from a coach, so that you can implement what you need to, need to implement? And here's a little note. Sometimes breaking into breaking what you need to do into smaller things might be the best thing to do. Other times you might just need to sh just shock your system so that you can get to the next level of yourself. Shock your system a little bit. Right. So for me, this water bottle a gallon every day was a huge shock to my system. But then it got me to start thinking differently. Doing 75 hard was a shock to my system, not because the individual items on the list are hard, and I'm going to name them real quick. So drinking a gallon of water every single day, uh, two workouts of 45 minutes with at least three hours interval in between them every single day. One of those workouts has to be outside, rain or shine or snow, doesn't matter. You have to be outside. Um, reading 10 pages of a book every single day. Um, taking a progress picture of your body, just to name a few, and of course, a specific diet. Now, taken individually, all of these things are things I was doing already, but not necessarily every single day. So I had to shock myself by getting into some type of a challenge where I am holding myself accountable, other people are holding me accountable, and that was my way to just, you know, kickstart the thing really hardcore in my body and my, and my mental. So what could that look like for you? All right. At the end of the day, the most important thing is to remember that in order to reach any success that you want for yourself, you have to take action. There's no way there's no wishing our way to our dreams. We have to take action. And so I want to encourage you to really think about the, 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 the elements that you put on your dream board for this year, the goals that you set for yourself, the dreams that you have for yourself, for your family, and at, be very honest in asking yourself what am I procrastinating on right now? It's already February. What did I say I would do that I haven't even started yet? What did I say I would accomplish that I kept pushing, you know, pushing away like the start date for it? And ask yourself why that's happening and start taking action now to overcome that. Because as I said, procrastination has a cost. We need to be very aware of it. And if you want to live a life that is extremely fulfilling, a life that is 
one that you're going to remember and just be extremely fond of with no regrets, it has to come with taking action on the important things. All right. So I hope this was helpful to you. This, this is literally the things I have been thinking about days in and out uh, since the beginning of the year, since the end of 2020, uh, 2022, actually, when I finished my martial arts exam and moved my family. And I was like, oh, my God, what is next? And realized that all of these next things that I wanted needed a next level type of discipline. Since then, this has been on my mind. So I really encourage you to think about it and uh, let me know what comes up for you. All right. Love you so much. I'll talk to you very soon. (laughs) There you have it. If you got any insight from today's show, guys, please make sure that you leave a review and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. That would mean a lot to me. Also, the conversation continues and I want you to connect with me on IG or Facebook at Kyrie Var. Now, this information is in the show notes, so you can grab it in there and message me with your biggest takeaway from today's show. All right. So thanks again so much for being here with me today. I will see you very soon.